How do the podcast hosts do this? Do they start with like? Do they pre-plan their banter? No. Is that what we need to do? Do, do we? Do we? Do, do do we? Do we? Nah. Hello! Hello! And welcome to Voice for TV. Voice for TV. Another riveting episode coming into your ears from Luke and Andy. Don't say it like that. Yeah, I felt wrong as soon as I finished the sentence. Yeah. Actually, about halfway through. <laughs> what we do here is... Well, what do we do here? Uh, what we do here is we just sit down and we have little uh, we have little chats. We try and find... Um, things out around certain topics, you know, music, television, film, art, literature. And then we so try and educate each other on those topics. We try and educate each other on those topics. We just want to learn new stuff. We love learning new stuff. Learning new stuff is what makes life worth living. Exactly. Who's first? Um, I believe I'm going to be first Ooh. this time, aren't I? I think it's my turn to go first. Sure thing. So, Andy, without commenting on either of our personal connections to this, what is this song? You're... Oh, you want me to? Yeah, yeah. Please. I'm just I'm gonna leave it to play for a, for a little while. Uh, well, this is this is torn. This is torn by Natalie Imbruglia. By Natalie Imbruglia, international pop sensation, Natalie Imbruglia. Yeah. Uh, best known for her roles in the original Johnny English film. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Great movie. Oh, I forgot that was her. Yeah, that was her, and oh, of course her 1997 album Left in the Middle, which. Of this course. is the the lead single from. Right. Well, I, I didn't know that that's what that album was called. Yeah, I, 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 I only know that song. Yeah, I could not name another uh, no. song by Natalie Imbruglia. Um, but you know what's sad about that very fact? Everything. Everything's sad about that very fact. Well, the fact that this isn't one of her songs. <laughs> what? The only... The only Natalie and Brulia song I can name is a cover. What? Yeah, which leads me on to the whole section. These are surprising songs that are actually covers. Amazing. Songs you may not know, have known are Absolutely covers songs. Absolutely amazing. So this is... The original song is still torn. Uh, so Left in the Middle came out in 1997. The original song was released on a self-titled uh, album from a band called Edna Swap. Of course, uh, right, yeah, of course. Uh, two of years course. earlier, in 1995. Only two years? Yeah. So I'm just going to let it play and... Got it. The fuck is this? This is... I think she's got a great voice. Oh, this is Ace. It's so 90s. Like, when I think of 90s, I think of, like, you know, Pearl Jam and 
Nine Inch Nails. Oh, this is amazing. Oh, this might be better than the Lion Williams. I think it is. How does no one know about this? It's like it's really raw. It's really it's got it hits an emotion so much harder, and you kind of understand the lyrics a bit more. Those drums are boss. I love that guitar riff underneath. It's awesome. Anyway, there we go. Yes. So that's the original version of Torn. (laughs) Nuts, right? Oh my god. (laughs) Proper 90s grunge. Like, I'm going to go ahead and devour all of Edna Swap's back catalogue after that. Uh, E-D-N-A-S-W-A-P. Oh. Oh, okay. Edna Swap. All is one word, apparently. Never heard of them until I researched this topic. That's all one word? Yeah. Edna Swap. What? What? I don't get it either. Fine. That is all I know about that band, is that they originally released that in 1995 on a self-titled album. That's all I have. Amazing. Um, If I was to say to you the words tainted love... Oh, yeah? Yeah? Yeah. A lot of people know the Marilyn Manson version. I don't. You don't know the Marilyn Manson version of tainted love? I don't think so. I don't have that version. What I have is the soft cell version, which I think is the more yeah, the more famous version. Tune Uh, released in 1981. Marilyn Manson did the version of this. Yeah, in like the mid 2000s, as part of a a movie, I think. Wow, didn't know. It was all over. It was all over Kerrang when I was a teenager. Yeah, it's pretty good as well. Um. But yeah, this is the version that I think a lot of people know of Tainted Love. Yeah, this is the one I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was thought maybe you'd expect me to be talking about the Marilyn Manson version and then this be the original. This is not. This isn't the original. This isn't the original version. The original version um, was by a woman called Gloria Jones. And this is might not be a surprise to a lot of people listening, um, but it was released in 1964 and it sounds something like this. Yes! Yeah, you've got to do the fist bump on the other there. Yeah, proper old school soul mode. Yeah, it's proper great vibe to this one. Oh my god, the original version is so far so much better. So much better. And it just kind of, you know, soft sell is rooted deeply in like the 80s and late 70s and this is very much the early yeah. 60s yeah that brass band in the back is yes. that's pretty cool right yeah <laughs> oh slaps <laughs> um Next, I've, I've got five of these, okay. um, and I've, we've got them all to listen to a little bit. So, uh, this song, everyone knows this. Surely. This is oh, Cindy Lauper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to say who it was. But yeah, this is Cindy Lauper, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Um, Again. Um, arguably one of her more famous songs yeah I would say um, and the music video was really famous as well for a long time 
Not not her song. Not her song. Wow. Not the original version of this at all. This was uh, the Cindy Lauper version was released in 1983. Uh, the original. Is it another 60s? Is it another? It's not. This is uh, by a man. Okay. Called Robert Hazard. Right. Which you know, first of all, great name. Yeah. Uh, and it was released in 1979. Can you hear that riff? So called Girls Just Wanna Have Fun. Yeah. I mean, it's 20 times more creepy than it's a dude singing like yeah, Girls right. Just Wanna to Have Fun. It feels a bit more punky. Which of 79 makes sense. But it's right at the turn of that decade, yeah. 79, so... I'm not sure I prefer this. I, I think I prefer Lauper. You prefer Lauper? Yeah, this time. Because I think it's just the creepiness of it with a dude. It's weird, man. Yeah, I get that. Okay. Next we're walking on to a, a really famous song. Yeah. No. This is a cover. This is a cover. <laughs> Apparently, this song has actually been covered over 250 times. But this is the most famous... 250 mode. covers? Yeah. I couldn't tell you... I don't... I, the articles really had that statistic in I didn't do that much research into right. it. But, um... Yeah, this is a, undoubtedly the most famous version of this song. I, to the point where, I, I, as soon as you say Hound Dog, everyone thinks yeah. Elvis, right? Yeah, what? It's not. <laughs> it is. Uh, when did when when did that version come out? Uh, Hound Dog. Um, oh, I'm not. I couldn't find exact the exact date for when Hound Dog came out. I think it was performed live before it was put onto any kind of album. Right. So it's kind of in dispute. Um, but the original um, was recorded in 1952 and released in February of 1953, uh, and it was by Big Mama Thornton. <laughs> Yes. The lyrics are a little bit different, um, but it's clearly the same song. <laughs> and like the Elvis version is clearly very blues heavy. It follows that structure yeah. of a blues song, but this is straight up blues. I mean, there is the whole thing that Elvis did just appropriate things from black culture. Exactly. Make them his own and... Sanitise them, in quotation yeah. marks, for a white audience. This is probably, this is probably like, right up there as that like, example. Exhibit A. Yeah. Kind of oh. It makes me feel a bit dirty. Because this is amazing. Yeah, exactly. But you know the Elvis version. Yeah. Oh, I was getting into that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we've got, we've got one more to talk about. Um, this one might not surprise you quite as much. Let's see if you recognise the the cover. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Took me a while to get there. Yeah. I tried to start it in a in a place you'd recognise. Right on the bridge. So this is no doubt. Yeah. Uh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> it's my life. Um, so they released this. This is one of the songs that I would be like top five songs in No Doubt. I'd be able to pull off the top of my head. Um, they released it to promote their first greatest hits album, which right. I didn't even realise they had any <laughs> they greatest, hits greatest hits. They got more than one. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but they had to. They're releasing this greatest hits album rather than write a whole new song for it. They just covered something, right? But I'm sure I like. I'm hoping a lot of people uh, wouldn't realise it was a cover version unless I'm a massive idiot. Um, the <laughs> I mean, original, you are that. But... I am that, yeah. Was um, a band called Talk Talk, a British band. Talk Talk? Yeah. As in the phone company? As in the British band from 1984? Thank you very much. Yeah! It's so 80s. Oh my god, that's just... Oh my god, that's so 80s. I love it! (laughs) Yes! Yeah. Who's that? Talk Talk. Talk Talk, they're called. Amazing. (laughs) So, So which one do you prefer? Ooh. Oh, I'll, oh, I don't know. Talk like that. Talk, talk. I, I want to hear more. <laughs> I'm not sure how much we can get away with playing, so I'm gonna. Oh, I mean, I want to hear more from them. Yeah, I, I want to hear more talk, talk. Right, that sounds ace, but I don't know because it's such a weird mm. one to choose to cover. Because I would have thought even how when... do you how do you pick a song to cover? It's such a good question. Because you, you got to try and find something that. You can make your own. You don't want it just to be a repeat of yeah. Do you yeah. the original song? And I, I would argue that all of these songs that we've listened to have done that in some way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They've definitely made it their own. Yeah, I mean, most of those you can't even name the original artist. But that might not necessarily be down to how they covered the song. It might just be they they blew up. Yeah, it? they blew up. Like we've spoken about Natalie and Brulia. Everyone knows Torn by Natalie and Brulia. I can't, and I can't she has, believe that that's a cover. Obviously she has other songs, but that's the one that people know. Because it was a slightly... <laughs> it was only two years after the original came out. Oh my god. So it's not like the audience had moved on massively. It was just a different audience listening to a different song. It was a very different version reckon, of the song. Do you reckon they were mates? Do you reckon they were friends? And she went. It was possible. She went. You, you, you released a song. I really like it. No, no one else is buying it. If I cover it, would that be okay? And they went. Yeah, fine. Do whatever you like, and they'll probably get a cut of that. Yeah, possibly. They better get a cut of that because that <laughs> song, that song is everything. <laughs> I, the original version of the uh, Torn was excellent. I listened to it all the way through a couple of times in preparation <laughs> for this. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, I think that was my favourite discovery when doing this. Oh, it's so cool! Oh, what other covers then? What other what other songs are covers that we don't know about? There's got to be loads. There's got to be loads. There's got to be. I mean, if the, all of those are. 
Elvis was a dick, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Um, was it Elvis or was it um, his yeah. management yeah, and the team probably. around him? Yeah. Um, that's a argument from another time, separating artists from art. He did, obviously, borrow a lot from a culture that wasn't his. Yeah. But if he hadn't done that, would we now be able to look back and look at his influences in a modern light and recognise them for the great artists that they were? Yeah, fair. You know, it's you could make the argument that by his yeah because it. he was able to make it popular yeah it's the only reason that they exist in pop culture today oh, I don't know 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 don't know about that don't know don't know yeah. mate don't know mate don't know about that he might he might still be a dick ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah yeah I mean he married like a 14 year old yeah. so there's no getting around that <laughs> oh yeah. So do you prefer the Natalie Imbruglia or the Edna Swap version of Torn? Oh, Edna. Yeah. Uh, Tainted Love, Gloria Jones or Soft Cell? Probably Gloria Jones. Yeah, I think that yeah. one's loud. It was fun, yeah. that one. I like that one. Girls just want to have fun. Cindy Lauper with her pop princess or Robert Hazard with his slightly punk creepness? Uh, I'll go I'll, I'll go Cindy. Yeah. I think that was too creepy. That's too <laughs> weird. Hound Dog. Elvis or Big Mama Thornton? I think I need... Uh, I don't really know blues that well, the blues style, but that was so good, the original. The original? Yeah. And the It's My Life, I think uh, you were quite excited with the Talk Talk one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I really want to listen to more Talk Talk. That was ace. There you <laughs> I go. love that. I love that so much. It's so 80s. <laughs> so 80s. And these were like the latest one of all of these was the Natalie and Brulia Torn. Right. Which was 23 years ago. That song was 23 oh, years old. That. Oh my god. Oh, Natalie Brilliant's Left in the Middle. The oh. album is 23 years old. Ooh. So, how much stuff has been covered in the last like two decades that we don't know about? Oh my god. Yeah. How, how many, many samples? How many like tiny. Oh, everything's sampled. Yeah. There's so many samples in all music. You can sort of just put down a, a track using anyone else's shit, can't you? Which I wouldn't do. I'd never, <laughs> I'd never dream of because I'm untalented. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, oh, there's got to be so many covers from like really tiny bands that like someone's just gone. Well, we're we your mates. We'll we'll do a cover of it, and maybe you'll blow yeah. up a bit more. And no one ever does. Like no one ever blows up. I mean, there was that. Uh, who was it? Um, uh, Avril Lavigne, boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Like th- she, I'm pretty sure, still to this day claims that it's not a cover. It is 100 percent a cover. You're joking? No, mate. That I one did not turn up in my. Uh, really? Oh my god! In the like, research, there was, there was a big controversy, like a massive lawsuit. Oh, I didn't know that. Like it's the similarities between her song and the song. I can't remember who it's by. I think, I'm pretty sure it's called Boyfriend as well. Like, it, it's exactly the same song. It's so weird. <laughs> My God. Like, she got in a lot of trouble for that. At least so, the management did. I don't know if that was... Right. Because <laughs> that's what a lot of stuff, when I was kicking up the research, um, 
like there was some stuff which said, "Oh, you might be surprised to know that this was a cover that aren't technically covers." Like the label would find a song, somebody would write a song, and they'd give it to one of their acts, who would then you know, the band would break up or would leave the industry, and then they'd take that song because technically they own it and give it to one of their other acts who would become right. more successful with it. Right. Okay. So they just like it's not a cover, but they didn't do it first. <laughs> I've got food. Food? Right? Yes. But uh, uh, because of what I wanted to do, it's sort of food slash drink. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. So I went out and found stupid lawsuits against food and drink companies. Like, stupid shit. Fun? Okay. Right. And I've turned it into a quiz. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> because we love a quiz. We do love a quiz. We do love a quiz. Uh, there's only eight questions. They're all multiple choice. Okay. Right. This is so much less fun than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Number one. Julie Fletcher sued Canada Dry ginger ale. Yeah. Because. A. The carbonation made her bloated and uncomfortable. B. Her special edition can of the delicious beverage was the same as her friends and therefore not special. <laughs> C. The ingredients didn't list ginger. Or D. They changed the design of the can to a design that she didn't like, thus rendering her collection of Canada Dry cans, quote, worthless and a pointless waste of the last 47 years. <laughs> 47 years collecting <laughs> ginger ale cans! <laughs> Which one is it? So, I, I want to go for D just because it's got a quote in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. And I love the idea that your collection of drinks cans is worthless because there is one in it that you don't like. Yeah. I like these 47 years worth of cans. <laughs> these are cracking cans. But this one can that they've released now? Yeah, I'm going with that. I'm going, You're going with D. With D. Uh, incorrect. Oh. It's, it's C. The ingredients don't list ginger. <laughs> Misleading. Misleading. And she did, sorry, did she win? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I mean, I think they came and said, look... It's 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 ginger flavored. It's ginger flavoring, so we don't have to put ginger on the ingredients list if it's not in there. But it's ginger ale, so probably should. Number two, fast food chain Popeyes. We don't really know Popeyes here in the UK, so nope. it's it's a uh, chicken. It's chicken. Yeah. Fast food chain Popeyes was sued by a Mississippi man in 2015 for a. Not providing a knife, thereby causing him to almost choke on his chicken. B. Overcooking his chicken, claiming, I like it medium rare. (laughs) C. C. Not making his fast food fast enough. (laughs) Or D. Because they aren't as good as KFC. Oh, I really hope it's that. Oh, that'll be so good. I really hope it's... I prefer KFC, so <laughs> you owe so... me money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, there's some really self-entitled people out there, aren't there? But it's, it can't be that. Um, so give me the option to get it. It's not providing a knife, not so... Not providing a knife there by causing him to almost choke I, on his chicken. I can't eat. Yeah. Um, Overcooking his chicken, claiming, I like, I like it, it medium, medium rare. rare. Not making his fast food fast enough... Or because they aren't as good as KFC. 
slow fast food, medium rare chicken, or <laughs> I don't know how to chew. Yes. <laughs> I want to go with the medium rare chicken. I'm going to Oh, you're wrong. Oh, of course I am. It's not providing a knife, thereby causing him to almost choke on his chicken. Oh. Yeah, he, he, he claimed that because he was not given a knife, it's the restaurant's fault that he can't chew. Number three. Fast food giant was sued for $5 million by two Florida residents because... I don't have the name of the... Uh, it's just a fast food place, okay. Uh, yeah. Because they gave them chocolate shakes instead of vanilla. So they sued them for $15 million. Five, five, five. million. Five, five million! <laughs> yeah. I gave them chocolate shakes instead of vanilla. Oh, it must be McDonald's then. Their big tasties... <laughs> were either as big... I like how they managed to redact the title yeah. of the fast food place from the title, but not the... But forgot to redact anything else <laughs> about it. Well, I mean, I, I just... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I've, I mean, that's probably my mistake for putting fast food giant and then not putting McDonald's after it. Uh, their big tasties were neither as big or tasty as they had the previous day. Their toys in their children's Happy Meals didn't match. Or they charged them for cheese on their quarter pounder, even though they didn't order it and didn't receive the cheese anyway. Wow. And they sued them for five million for any of those. For any of those. It is nonsense. <laughs> like, they are all things that are easily rectified just by going to the counter and yeah. speaking politely to somebody who works there. Yeah. Excuse me, uh, uh, you gave us chocolate shakes instead of vanilla? Oh, oh no problem. Oh, very sorry about that. Yeah, give me five million pounds. Dollars. It's I'm, Florida, though. So. I, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the mistaken shakes. Oh, incorrect. You're not doing very well. No, I'm really not. They, the, the, These people won this case. Wow. And proved something very strange about McDonald's in the meantime. They, they charged them for cheese on their quarter pounder. Even though they didn't order it and didn't receive the cheese anyway. So they were charged I mean, with cheese and then didn't receive the cheese that they didn't ask for. Famously, it's a quarter pounder with cheese. I would have. No, you can get a quarter pounder okay. or a quarter pounder with cheese. But a quarter pounder with cheese is basically a quarter pounder with a, 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 for a dollar more, you get cheese. And the dollar is like. It, Who's buying a slice of cheese for, for a dollar? dollar? Yeah, that like, horrible it, it toxic came, cheese that goes yeah, on burgers. Ridiculous. So, like McDonald's had to change the way they do things about like, because of this. Number four, you've got none right so far. Yeah. In two thousand nine, Roy Werbel or Verbal, I don't know. Is it a W? Sued Kellogg's. Go with Werbel. Werbel. Yeah. <laughs> Roy Werbel sued Kellogg's over his Fruit Loops. Because, A, he'd accidentally purchased Cheerios and didn't realise till his children complained. B, there's no fruit in them. C, they went soggy in his milk. Or D, he misunderstood what loops were and thought that he was getting flakes. Which one? Wow. In 2009, did Roy In 2009! Sue Kellogg's. Um, I don't know why that's the surprising bit of it, but it was... <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't think it's going to be that he accidentally bought Cheerios. Okay. I don't think that he misunderstood what loops were. <laughs> um, not go- I don't. I don't think it's the going soggy in his milk. Ooh, okay. So you think there's no fruit in them? I think, yeah. I think it's like the um, <laughs> the ginger ale one, which doesn't have ginger in it. I think this is a. <laughs> I expect fruit in my Fruit Loops situation. You are right. Yeah! I lost that case because, as you well know, Fruit Loops is spelt F O double O T. So there doesn't actually have to be any fruit in it because there's, they don't claim What to a have technicality. Any. Yeah. Oh, there is a Netflix series ready to be made out of <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous lawsuits like this. So you've got one so far. One out of uh, a potential eight, right? This is number five. The makers of Chobani Greek yogurt got sued because A. There's nothing Greek about it. B. Quote, it's as nutritious as a fudge ice cream bar. <laughs> C. The misleading 0% on their packaging. Or D. All of the above. Oh, all of the above. It is all of the above. <laughs> I mean, it was always going to be all of the above, but I just thought, like, this is all in one lawsuit. That's amazing. There is literally nothing Greek about it. They, they claimed it was because of the way you make it. That, well, yeah, the Greek yogurt is a style of yogurt. It's not like yogurt that's been flown in yep. from Greece. Yeah, so they got sued because of the, someone claimed that there was nothing Greek about it. Uh, it's about as nutritious as a fudge ice cream bar. This is all the same lawsuit. Uh, is, is actually true that... It is it's as nutritious, as, as, a nutritious fudge. as a fudge. The misleading zero percent on their packaging. Now that zero percent doesn't say anything after it. So it's oh, like, it's just zero percent. It's just zero percent. So it could be anything. Greek yogurt zero percent. Here is an empty tub. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> amazing. All of the above. All of the above. You got two. Yes, come on, let's shoot fifty percent here. <laughs> Number six in two thousand and two, Caesar Barber. Cracking name, first off. Caesar Barber. Love it. From New York, sued multiple fast food companies for... A. Being too expensive. B. Not always offering him a, quote, healthy option. (laughs) C. His poor health and weight gain. Or D. All of the above. I think I heard this. I think it's his poor health and weight gain. I think he sued fast food joints because he was fat. Yeah, correct. Yeah, he, he sued them because of his poor health by claiming that they caused him to be fat. Which, I mean, they'd argue the, it's your choice to come here. Absolutely, it's his choice <laughs> to go there and eat that food. And But yes, they. I would argue that it's a large reason why he was unhealthy was because of the food they serve but yeah. don't eat the food yeah it's it's entirely your choice to go to these places entirely number seven jessica gomez sued the makers of jelly beans je- uh, a jelly belly jelly beans for a tricking her into believing that jelly belly sports beans were sugar-free b not manufacturing jelly babies. C. <laughs> C. Having jelly bellies 
Belly Jelly Bean Day giveaway on a Sunday. Or D, ruining her chili. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, God, okay. I, I really want, want it to be the chili thing because I'd love the idea that somebody puts <laughs> jelly, jelly beans, beans into their chili. Oh, that'd be so funny. Four. Um, but oh, it's... You hear so many crazy religious nuts in yeah. America that it could be... Jelly Belly's Belly Jelly Bean Day giveaway on, on a, a Sunday. Sunday. That can't be the only company that's done a promotion like that on a Sunday and been sued for it, if that is the correct answer. Mm. And actually, if that is, that would set a precedent either way. <laughs> <laughs> like a really dangerous legal precedent. But I, I'm going to go with the, the chili... You're going with ruining her chili. No, no, I'm not, actually. That's a stupid <laughs> idea. I want it to be that. I don't think it is going to be oh. that. What were the first two? Uh, tricking her into believing that... How do you trick somebody into thinking that this is sugar-free? Jelly belly sports beans were sugar-free and not manufacturing jelly babies. <laughs> I, like, she can't honestly expect to win any of these lawsuits. Uh, Oh, uh, I don't think she did. Uh, I'm going with C. I'm going with the giveaway on a Sunday. You're, you're going with having a Jelly Belly's Belly Jelly Bean Day giveaway on a Sunday. Yeah. Of course that's not true. <laughs> of course that's not right. Only I could come up with that series of words. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was tricking her into believing that Jelly Belly sports beans were sugar free. How did they? Did she say? Did, did you find out how they tricked her? Allegedly? Uh, well, well, they're called Jelly Belly sports beans. So you just and therefore they're a healthy therefore option. Therefore, they're the healthy option of jelly yeah. bean. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> Obviously should be sugar free. <laughs> oh, I really enjoyed coming up with Jelly Belly's Belly Jean, but Jelly Bean Day giveaway on a Sunday. That was, <laughs> that was so much fun. Really difficult to say though. Number eight, Nutella. Love Nutella. Love a love a bit of Nutella. Faces faced and lost a class action lawsuit. Because, A, children were having allergic reactions after parents didn't realise it contained nuts in Europe. B, parents were led to believe it could be part of a healthy, balanced breakfast, only to realise it's practically a candy bar in the US. Kids were going nuts in school, quote... (laughs) On a sugar high from the spread, making the teachers' jobs harder. <laughs> That's Colorado. Uh, it was being smuggled into prisons and used as a poop substitute for dirty protests in Australia. <laughs> well, surely the entire point of a dirty protest is that it is dirty, so why would you need to substitute the poop? What? Why indeed? I mean, if you what have you got peckish halfway through? Discounting that, and fun fact, don't fact check me though. I believe <laughs> Nutella was made during World War Two, right? Um, and that is when, like, as a hazelnut spread, because rations, I don't know entirely. I, so I'm not. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's um, that people didn't realise there were nuts in it because that is part of Nutella's identity. Okay. So I. So you're discounting Europe and Australia as yeah, this idiots. Is, this is in America. <laughs> is it the whole of the US or is it just in Colorado? 
is the question, really. So, B, parents were led to believe it could be part of a healthy, balanced breakfast, quote, only to realise it's, quote, practically a candy bar. Or C, kids were, quote, going nuts in school. Going nuts in school? On a sugar high from the spread, making the teachers' jobs harder. So I've got several reasons for why I think it's B. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, I don't think that uh, teachers would say, oh, my job is getting so much harder, this must be because they're eating chocolate (laughs) for breakfast. Uh, Two, I believe... I fully believe that an advertising campaign would trick enough people into thinking that it is a healthy breakfast because it's got nuts in it. And number three, only you would come up with the quote, going nuts (laughs) in schools. So I'm going with B. (laughs) You're right! Yay! So Nutella lost that because they couldn't justify... like, Like, talking class action, they had to pull product from the shelves... So they could change the packaging in a way that doesn't say healthy, balanced breakfast. God, who came up with that class action? Ridiculous, isn't it? Again, you go, oh, is it? Do the research, guys. <laughs> You're going to be feeding it to your kids. It's bizarre the number of times food and drinks companies have been sued over stupid shit. Ridiculous. Not providing a knife, therefore causing him to choke on his chicken. What an idiot. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, just making sure it's still recording. Yeah. Are, are we? Are we? We still are. Good. Otherwise, I'd have done something. <laughs> so, how long did they do on the quiz? I got two. Oh, you got three, didn't three. you? Yeah, yeah, you got three. I mean, you don't win anything. I'm not going to... I mean, three out of... It's not even 50%, is it? Oh, it, well, it would have been so good if it ruined her chilli, so she... So she sued <laughs> I was so proud when I came up with that one. That was so good. Right, what's next? I have got some literature to discuss. Ooh. And it's not just some literature. It's not just some literature. It is the granddaddy of all literature, in my opinion. The granddaddy of all literature. It is the godfather, the pinnacle is it Dan Brown? It's not Dan Brown. <laughs> okay. Aim higher. Uh, we're, we're, of course, Aim higher. talking about Billy Wagglestaff. Billy Waggles what? William Shakespeare. Oh, okay. <laughs> Billy Wagglestaff. Fan of that. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? I thought we were talking about Shakespeare. Who's this Billy? Here's the thing. You know me. I fucking love Shakespeare. Um, I watch it a lot, I read a lot, I love performing it, Um, I've even directed a couple. um, You've directed me in it. I've directed you in it. Uh, Big, big old fan of Shakespeare, but not everybody shares my opinion that he is and deserves his place in history title as the greatest writer to have ever lived. Okay. I could wax lyrical about the greatest poetry that has ever been written but I'm just going to sit and talk about some of the more, some things people can connect to more okay. within his works. Okay. I'm going to talk about Shakespearean insults. Oh, amazing! Because some of them are genuinely oh, brilliant. I love Shakespearean insults. So I, did a, I did a whole quiz round in a family quiz about like Shakespeare lines. You took it. I did. 
Oh, that's so I did very, I did rather well. But yeah, I've, I've just got a few. I've got uh, just some examples of Shakespearean insults. These are stuff generally lifted from his plays. <laughs> um, number one. Uh, this is from As You Like It. Okay. I do desire we may be better strangers. Aww. Which may be the most polite way I've ever heard somebody say, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off, I never want to see you again. I wish we'd never met. A lot of people, I think, don't like Shakespeare because they can't get their head around the language. That, to me, sounds like something from Oscar Wilde. <laughs> yeah. I do desire we may be better strangers. It's kind of, It's got that kind of wit. It's got that turn at the end. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, yeah, it makes it witty in a joke. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a, yeah. Another one from Taming of the Shrew. Oh, I love Taming of the Shrew. Away, you three-inch fool. Now, I have a rule of thumb with Shakespeare. <laughs> if you think it's a dick joke... It's probably it's a dick probably joke. It's probably a dick joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah, pretty self-evident. Uh, this one, um, I, I didn't know. Like A couple of these I already knew from plays. This one is from King Lear. Um, it wasn't in the back of my brain until I started researching. Um, you base football player. <laughs> Oh using my god! That football could, player as an insult. That could still work today. It could, it's, it could still work today. <laughs> the game of football was very dangerous during Tudor periods. Like, it, oh yeah, after you have to be a fucking moron to play it. Yeah, it was. It had the second highest mortality rate of any sport after wow. archery. <laughs> wow! After archery. <laughs> who, whoa! Who were they shooting at? <laughs> Archery so, to target. So, Everyone was shit at archery, basically. So calling somebody a base football player is first of all, base is calling them stupid. Football player even more stupid yeah. and thuggish. I love that. That's ace. <laughs> uh, one from one of his histories, Henry the Fourth, Part Two. Mm-hmm. Thou art as fat as butter. <laughs> as fat as butter <laughs> it's okay you just sue McDonald's <laughs> uh, the idea just that is so it's so clever <laughs> oh, oh, as fat God. as butter you are all fat I love that one as fat as butter and um, one which I think you can still hear in roast battles today <laughs> from Titus Andronicus Villain, I have done thy mother. <laughs> oh, is that the original mum joke? That might be the original joke. That's the first ever I did your mum joke. <laughs> Villain. No, that's not even the insult. Villain, I have Villain, done thy mother. I have done thy mother. Thy mother has been donest by me. <laughs> thy mother did bend over. Yeah. Love that yeah. one. Like so, as you can see, Shakespeare. First of all, still hilarious, even without <laughs> copious footnotes. Um, oh my god! And very. Oh, he's brutal, isn't he? <laughs> very timely, like timeless Shakespeare, <laughs> and yet absolutely brutal. <laughs> I have done my. I have mother. done my mother. Um, oh, but there are so many examples. <laughs> I'll never Don't get over that. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god, I'm crying. 
Anyway, just to round off this section, Go we're on. gonna we're gonna create our own Shakespearean insults. Yay! So I've got a little um, table here. So we've got three columns. We've got a column full of adjectives, a column full of compounds, and a column full of nouns. <laughs> and I've got D twenty dice, which I'm gonna roll three times to determine in what combination those are gonna come. Absolutely amazing. So first of all, this is you. Okay. This is my Shakespearean insult. On you. Oh, bring it. You're, so we've got a number six. You viperous. Ooh, uh, viperous wasp stung. Toad. Oh. You viperous wasp stung toad. Oh, you, you bounder. You, 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 18. You. Bawdy. You bawdy. Three. Lily livered. You body lily livered seven. Shrimp. You body yellow livered. What was it? Shrimp. <laughs> you body living livered shrimp. Oh, oh. Uh, it doesn't work quite as well when. When you're rolling a dice. When you're rolling a dice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's ace. Read more Shakespeare because it's not as highbrow as you think it is. They may it's be. It's all dick jokes. It's all dick jokes. You, like, you may. One page be reading somebody's very introspective look um, and dissection of suicide and the benefits thereof, and then the very next page he's calling somebody an actual. Wow, gonna have to cut that out. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we were gonna. I'm pretty sure that. I'm gonna have to cut that out. Right, are you ready for, for the next one? Yes, hit me. Right, so we talked about one of your heroes. Yeah? Yeah, William Shakespeare, Shakespeare, Billy Waggles. Absolute superhero, right? In your opinion? Absolutely. So, I decided for this to have a look at real-life superheroes. We're in the midst of lockdown because of coronavirus. Oh, we were trying not to date this picture. I know, I know, but I mean... I mean, that's still a massive period of time. It's a long period of time, (laughs) might as well. So we're in the midst of this, and the NHS and all the key workers are fucking heroes. But these people that I have written down in front of me are people that dress up like superheroes and wander the streets. Amazing! They are oh, they are absolute actual... legends, right? I mean, there's a long list. Like, there's a whole Wikipedia page, and it gives you names of people in different countries. It's ridiculous the number of people that are pretending to be superheroes. It's ridiculous. What do you mean pretending? Um, sure. So, but I've got a few from from the United Kingdom, and these are just the ones that have been like witnessed and reported on. Right. So there's probably more than this. But the first one, the BBC reported on Angle Grinder Man. Oh, he, he didn't need the man. Angle Grinder sounds like a cool superhero without yeah. the man. But but he is Angle Grinder Man, right? <laughs> a British self-described. Wheel clamp superhero. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh that's such a great. Oh, sorry, continue. I think I know where this is going, but I love it. He claims to use an angle grinder to illegally cut wheel clamps off vehicles which have been clamped by police and parking officials in Kent and London. <laughs> Ridiculous. Imagine. He, this guy has got. Like unlawful good, he's got a chip on his shoulder about that. Yeah. He has been clamped so many times. Chaos- yeah, that is chaotic. 
Chaotic good. Chaotic good. In in the purest form. The newspaper, This Is Local London, featured an article on SOS. Name of the superhero? SOS. SOS. Whose real name is Steve Sale. Uh, A UK superhero. It doesn't say, but I really hope it is. Uh, a UK superhero who gatecrashed the premiere of the film Kick-Ass. <laughs> okay. Like, like, full guard. A film about... His, a film about vigilante justice. Yeah, and, and, yeah dressing, up dressing up and going out to fight crime. So he dressed up, gatecrashed this place. Uh, and and I, I doesn't say, but I really hope no one noticed. <laughs> I mean, could, I mean you, you wouldn't, would you? SOS is a cool name for a superhero. Yeah. Does he do anything other than just gatecrash movie as well? Uh, I assume so, but it doesn't say on here. Okay. Night Warrior. Cool name. Cool name. Cool name, straight out of the 90s. As in, in K N. It's not Night oh, Warrior. Okay. He's a knight. He's certified by the Queen. <laughs> night Warrior, <laughs> whose real name is Roger Hayhurst. Feel really bad giving away these people's real names. Well, they're out there. Like yeah. the, their identities are not so secret, I suppose. This guy is local to us, right? Ish. He wears a costume and attempts to break up fights in Salford. Mm. His mother has expressed concern for his safety. <laughs> <laughs> it's little snippets like that. that I just love yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good mission statement as well. Just, yeah. just, just jumping just in, jump in and stopping fights. Stopping fights. Yeah. What a hero. Yeah, Absolute like superhero. The Statesman. Yeah? <laughs> Great name. Is a superhero who patrols the streets of Birmingham wearing a mask, a Union Jack shirt, and dark trousers. Reports of his effectiveness are mixed. <laughs> I think that's the best you can hope for, to be honest. <coughs> is he any good? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, he's there. Yeah, he's not hurting anybody. Yeah. <laughs> in August 2011 the BBC reported on Shadow Ooh. Ooh. whose real name is Ken Andre oh no I was really <laughs> hoping he really was going to be a Shadow yeah properly secret who patrols in Yeovil <laughs> oh it's just patrols just patrols yeah patrols in Yeovil wanders around Yeovil keeping people safe yeah Shadow cool name though a vigilante known as the Bromley Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take one of the coolest superheroes of all Bromley time. Bromley in front of it. <laughs> set it in an English town. Oh my god, absolutely amazing. Uh, the vigilante known as the Bromley Batman has been seen by several witnesses to have saved people from knife-wielding gangs and muggers in South London. Bad. His activities have been reported on as far as Cornwall. So Jeez, this guy, is this guy travels. touring the... Yeah. And he's like... You laugh at the Bromley Batman, but several witnesses have seen him saving people from knife-wielding gangs and muggers. Yeah. A literal hero. He's yeah. an actual hero. Jeez. Yeah. And then there's it goes into the US ones and there's as you can imagine. I can imagine it's huge in the, the you know, well, I mean, first of all they've got a lot of, <laughs> a lot, a lot, lot more places. places. <laughs> but right, it got me thinking and I well it didn't. This is off the cuff a little bit, because I haven't thought about this myself. 
What's your superhero name? What's my superhero yeah. name? And what would you wear? What's your garb? What's your costume? It would be my costume. It probably I would favor function over fashion. I yeah. think so. No capes. No capes. Ah, oh, no, no capes. capes. Um, or you got to keep your identity secret though. Like a mask isn't what you necessarily want to be wearing in terms of because it's going to get yeah, skewed. It could, it's, could, could obscure your could peripherals. Obscure vision. Yeah, but there's got to be a way. But yeah, it'd be something tactical, something you can move in. Like a gi. Or, or like a karate gi or something. No, no, not necessarily. Something more military-esque. You'd have to wear, like, if you're going up against somebody with, like, knives and stuff, you want to be as protected as possible. So you want, like, a stab-proof vest, I suppose. Oh, I doubt the Bromley Batman's got that. Have, you, have you seen the Bromley Batman? Uh, no, I haven't, but, I mean... The, I mean, the name Bromley Batman sort of <laughs> sums up how how I think he looks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's because I'm really boring and don't have the imagination to come up with a full superhero. <laughs> I'd go out in night, I think. I'd, I'd be... I think my superhero identity would be a Batman-esque, hmm. aggressive, vigilante, justice warrior type of thing rather than a... Who operates in the shadows rather than a oh, like, you know, like classic not, super? Not a public. You don't want to be yeah. seen. Really, you want to avoid that at all costs. Yeah, you don't want to be reported on. No, basically. Are you a superhero? I mean, have you, you ever just... seen me and the Bromley Batman in the same room? No, I'm not. Ooh, <laughs> freaky man. I'm the opposite. I would be absolutely out there. Uh, I'd definitely have a cape. Underpants on the outside. Oh yeah, Under- underpants on the outside. Big cape, but. On the other side of the coin, I don't like being put in dangerous situations. So I'd just be like helping old ladies with shopping, uh, helping people across the road, that kind of thing. I mean, that is a heroic act in its own right. Yeah. Helping people who need help doesn't necessarily mean helping people in dangerous situations. There's if, plenty of stuff If you can a do dangerous to help. situation came up, I'd call the police. That is the correct thing to do. That's their job. <laughs> it's not my job. I'm just there helping old ladies and, 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 and like old fellas who can't walk proper across I the love street. That. Telling people to go home, there's a pandemic on. Yeah. Get out. Why? Go home! You know what? That's what my superhero would be. I would just, I'd go out with like a broom or something like that. <laughs> something, a stick that is two metres long. And I'd just be measuring. How far away people are from each other. <laughs> You are too close. Take a step back. You no, know, and just take some hand sanitizer out with me. Make sure people got their hands clean. Handing out some masks and gloves. You're probably getting far too close to these people. Someone needs to come and tell you to go home. Or setting up stations so that people can do it for themselves. Then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are there are ways to help people. There are there are ways to help people. Well said. <laughs> there are, they don't involve getting in danger. Yes. Right now we are at home. Yeah. Staying away from all of the humanity. We're basically two metres apart, <laughs> which we don't really need to be because we live here. But we're still and doing we're it. And we're not stabbing anybody. So. And we're not stabbing anyone. Superheroes. Absolute heroes. <laughs> Fuck the NHS. <laughs> That's we're the heroes. I do not condone. <laughs> as soon as I said it, I regretted it. But I thought, I'm all, I'll go all in, Andy. You might as well. In for a penny. That'll do. I've got nothing else to add. Yeah. Yeah. Stay stay home, stay safe. Stay home, stay safe. 
unless you're listening to this when it's all blown over and it's uh, yeah, then do be what, a superhero. Do what you want. Be a superhero. Little actions make the superhero. Yes. Little actions. Little actions. And always question whether or not a new song is a cover version or if that person's actually written it themselves. Absolutely. Because you may blow your mind. Yeah, those people aren't heroes, but he's stealing shit. Bastards. Uh, um, um, before we go, should we pull out of the hat yes. what we're going to be talking about on the next... So what what we have here is we have a fez. We should give it a name. The Mystery Fez. No, it's got to be alliterative, man. Come on, we've just been talking about superheroes. But Bromley Batman doesn't go like, oh, oh I'm uh, Trevor. <laughs> He's got an exciting name. That's because my name's name. not Trevor. He's got an exciting name. The Bromley Batman. So we need we need to have like a fun alliterative name for the Fez. So the fe- the, fu- the the fabulous Fez of Fortune. It's the fabulous Fez of Fortune. The fabulous Fez of Fortune. Okay. Oh yeah, and that's probably going to change every time we do it. Okay, so you're you you've got miscellaneous. You've got the random one next. I, time. Yeah, I've got the the final one. Yeah. So I'm going to pick one. And I'm picking this one. I've got art. Art. Ooh, shit. That's a good one. Okay, art. I'm going to go with this one. Ooh. I've got animals. Ooh, interesting. Art, animals. A lot of A's so far. Sticking with can, the Can I get theme. another A? History. History. Oh, God. Oh no. Art, history, and animals. Art and his. Can I not combine the two? Do oh, art, history. Do art. I, 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 no, no. Okay. <laughs> art and history. Okay. What have you got? Animals. Animals and mystery. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, we, I've, have, I've, we laughed. I've, I've had fun. This has been a fun. To, uh, this has been a fun one. A fun, 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 fun. Uh, and remember, wherever you listen to this podcast, stay safe. Be a hero. Be a hero. Absolutely. Pop your underwire on the outside of your pants and wander around, helping people across the street. <laughs> but don't. Hold the hand when you're doing it. Well, I'm, I mean, yeah, right, ask, right. Ask, ask permission. <laughs> <laughs> Bye! <laughs> oh no, I'm dying. I've got it! I've got it, Luke! Thanks for listening to Voice for TV. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Voice for TV, so just go give us a follow. And on Facebook, just search up Voice for TV and you'll find us. Please also get in contact via email with suggestions for topics, thoughts you've had, or just something you want to ask us. That's voiceforTV at gmail.com. Uh, I'm Andy. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy underscore Cantillon or on Instagram at Andy Cantillon. Luke is currently working on his social media, so keep an eye out for that. Thank you to Jack Smith for the music and Jenny Brown for the artwork. And thank you to everyone that's helped out thus far. And thank you guys for listening. Keep doing that. Bye-bye.